thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study the books of Joshua, Judges, and Ruth. During this study, we will learn to have faith in God and follow His leadership, even during the most uncertain times of life. So, grab your copy of the Fall 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for November the 20th, 2022 is entitled, Ruth, Devoted to Duty. It comes from Ruth chapter 1, verses 1 through 8, 16 through 19, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, 11 and 12. The key verse is, And Ruth the Moabite said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. Ruth chapter 2, verse 2. The application, the student will understand that obedience to biblical principles leads to blessings to him and to his descendants. Seeking the context. Ruth is a beautiful story, a true story, in an ugly time. Ruth is set within the time of the judges, a time characterized by Israel's rejection of God as their king and when everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Ruth chapter 1, verse 1, Judges chapter 21, verse 25. But the events of Ruth illustrate how God takes care of faithful people even during faithless times. Ruth's story is a story of death, desperation, and devotion. After the loss of their husbands, Ruth was devoted to her mother-in-law, Naomi, but more importantly to her God. Her story is a story of famine, faith, and finding God's blessings through obedience. Ruth obeyed God's way of providing for Naomi and herself and redeeming the family land and lineage. She was rewarded with a new husband and a child. Ruth is a beautiful woman of impeccable character. She was a virtuous woman, as described in Proverbs 31, Ruth chapter 4, verse 11. But she was also a Moabitess, and Moabites were forbidden entrance into the congregation of the Lord, Deuteronomy 23, verse 3. But God's grace reached beyond the law to give her access into his favor, but even more into the very family of the Messiah. Of everything we could say about Ruth, the one thing that stands above all is that Ruth holds a place in the family lineage of Jesus Christ. Ruth chapter 4, verse 18 through 22. Matthew chapter 1, verses 5, 6, and 16. There is so much to experience in this short four-chapter book of the Bible. The book bridges the time of the judges to the times of the kings. It begins with the judges and ends with King David. It shows that God's salvation is not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. It shows that the faith of a woman is respected and rewarded by God just as much as the faith of a man. Oh, the joy and encouragement we will receive in the study of Ruth. What is your favorite part of the book of Ruth? Searching the text. Number one, troubled times. Ruth chapter one, verses one through eight. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. 
And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of the wife, Naomi, and the name of the two sons, Malon and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelt there about ten years. And Malon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her. And they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The time of the judges were troubling times. The famine of verse 1 was likely the result of God's punishment on Israel. Elimelech and his family were struggling for mere survival. What should they do? Elimelech's name means my God is king. But it does not seem that Elimelech lived up to his name. Instead of seeking God's will for himself and his family, he decided to move to Moab by his own volition. It was supposed to be a short sojourn, verse 1, but ended up lasting at least 10 years, verse 4. The decision to go to Moab to escape the famine was not a good one and ended disastrously. He and his family were in Bethlehem where they were supposed to be. To go to Moab was to forsake God's land and the protection for them. Notice that God did relieve Bethlehem from the famine. Verse 6. If Elimelech would have waited on the Lord, he would have saved himself and his family a lot of trouble and grief. Most of the time, desperation results in unwise decisions. Running from your troubles usually leads you right into them. Instead of running from your troubles, we should always seek the Lord, wait on him, and follow him through our troubles. He will provide the way out of troubles. The Moabites were descendants of Lot through an incestuous relationship with his daughter. Genesis chapter 19 verse 34. They were also sworn enemies of Israel. It was unlikely that Elimelech would find friends or help in Moab. It is possible that Elimelech and later his two sons were murdered by the Moabites. Our decision to move without God's direction usually leads to greater troubles. However Elimelech died, it was a terrible tragedy and worsened conditions for his widow Naomi. Unfortunately, there was very few options for a woman to make a living outside the safety of marriage. But she still had two sons, Malone and Chilion who married Moabite women, Orpah and Ruth. But marrying Moabite women was against the law of God, Deuteronomy 23, verse 3. 
the Israelites were not to marry foreign wives. Deuteronomy 7 verse 3. But it was not long before the two sons also died, leaving three desperate widows. What should they do? Naomi heard the news that the Lord had relieved her home country from the famine, and so she decided to go home. She took her daughters-in-laws to do the same. She said a departing prayer that the Lord would deal kindly with them as they had been to her and her family and return to leave. A sad and distraught woman. Naomi would later say, call me Mara, Ruth chapter 1 verse 20, because she was so bitter over the deaths of her husband and her sons. Indeed, it was a troubled time. How are we to respond to troubles in our lives? Number two, dedicated devotion. Ruth chapter 1 verses 16 through 18. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. So would Orpah and Ruth go home as Naomi advised? It was more than possible that they could return to their mother's house and eventually find new husbands. This was Naomi's prayer for them, Ruth chapter 1 verse 9. Naomi loved her daughters-in-law and they were her closest remaining family. They were her only means of support. But Naomi knew it would be hard for them to marry again in Israel. And so she lovingly released them from any obligation to her. Both ladies wept and promised to go back with Naomi. Naomi's daughters-in-law loved her very much. Eventually Orpah acquiesced and returned to her people and gods. But Ruth passionately refused. What made Ruth's ties to Naomi stronger than Orpah's. Ruth's devotion to Naomi was more than just a commitment to Naomi, but also to her God. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Verse 16. Human relationships will take us only so far in devotion. Granted, human love motivates people to do amazing and costly things. Great sacrifices and long-term commitments are made in love for others. But it is only our love for God that will never let us quit and never let us leave. Ruth loved Naomi, but she loved God more. She would not leave no matter what. Ruth also used the Lord's covenant name in verse 17, spelled in all caps, L-O-R-D, this name separated the one and only God from so-called pagan gods of the Moabites and others. We can be sure that Ruth was speaking of the one and only God when she said, The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Verse 17. Ruth had, de- had dedicated devotion to Naomi, but more so to her Lord God. 
How does our love for God strengthen our devotion to others? Number three, God's grace. Ruth chapter two, verses one through three, 11 and 12. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabitess said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and her hap was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. And Boaz answered and said unto her, It has fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother and the land of thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knowest not heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work, and the full reward be given thee of the Lord, God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Chapter 1 begins with a family struggling in a famine, but chapter 2 begins with a kinsman, a wealthy man named Boaz, who would turn out to be their kinsman redeemer. God always provides hope in the darkest of times. No, no amount of trouble can overshadow our hope in God. Naomi was bitter, but Ruth got busy. While Naomi was in deep depression over the loss of her husband and sons, Ruth looked for opportunities to provide for Naomi and herself. From the very beginning, Ruth followed God's way of provision. She could have turned to thievery or prostitution, as many in desperation did in her time, but Ruth followed God's law of gleaning. Leviticus 19, verse 9 and 10, 23, verse 22, Deuteronomy 24, verses 19 through 22. This was God's way to provide for poor widows like Naomi and Ruth. God blesses those who follow his way of making a living. Ruth was also looking for grace. Yes, this means she was looking for someone to show her favor and allow her to glean in his field. But there is a greater grace at work here. She just happened to find that grace in Boaz's field. There are no coincidences in life, only God's providence. Ruth had not planned to glean in the field of her future kinsman redeemer, but God did. We, we should take great comfort in knowing that God is working his plan in our lives without our having to plan it. What we must do is follow his ways as Ruth did, and the Lord will guide our path. Boaz was immediately struck by Ruth and her beauty. Upon further investigation into her identity, he was even more impressed by her inward beauty. Boaz went beyond the law's requirement for gleaning and gave Ruth special privileges. Ruth was overwhelmed by Boaz's kindness and questioned why he would do such generous things for her, a foreigner in Israel. Boaz's answer in verses 11 and 12 show that he knew Ruth's story. He was impressed by her exceptional kindness to her mother-in-law. But even more, 
Boaz recognized that Ruth was a woman of faith who trusted in the Lord God to provide for her and protect her. He was more impressed by her faith. There is nothing more beautiful than a man and woman drawn together by faith. That is how man and woman are to be drawn together in marriage. The beauty of this event is found in two people of faith depending upon the Lord and being willing to be used by the Lord to provide for the needs of the other. Only God can put such a relationship together. Can you describe a time when God's providence led you to the right place at the right time? Setting the application. Ruth is a love story, a true story. It is first the story of God's love for people and how he provides for them. It is a story of Ruth's love for her mother-in-law, Naomi, and how she worked to provide for her. It is a story of Boaz's love for Ruth, who was attracted to her because of her faith and faithfulness. It is a story of Ruth's love for Boaz, who recognized that God had sent her to him and him to her. It is a story of how both Ruth and Boaz loved God and were overwhelmed by God's goodness to them. How would you write your love story? First, I pray that your story tells of the love of God who has provided salvation for you and his son, Jesus Christ. I pray that you have received God's love by faith and are saved. Then I hope that your love story tells of your love for others, that you love others because of God's great love for you. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. 1 John 4, 11. We are to show the love of God in our hearts, even to our enemies. Matthew 5, 44. I also pray that you have found or will find a loving spouse of faith. My prayer is that your faith in God has drawn you together and keeps you together, just as it did with Boaz and Ruth. What is your love story? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue going through Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, learning to live victoriously in uncertain times. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.